This is the John Oakley Show podcast. With our panel, Alyssa Freeman, Rocco Rossi, John Carmichael, topics worthy of discussion. You know, uh, everyone's been discussing this rather horrific story out of Markham the other day, uh, where a young man, 23, allegedly uh, has killed four members of his family uh, because he was depressed. He felt he was a loser in life. He had expressed as much online to his gaming community and uh, or whoever there uh, he was in contact with, suggesting that, you know, he was a dropout from university and chemical uh, or what was it? Uh, engineering anyway, uh, mechanical engineering. And uh, he actually <laughs> pretended for three years to be going to university, and he would just go to the local mall and hang out. So despondent was he, it led to depression, he became an atheist, and he had plotted this for three years, again, uh, in his own account. But I've got to ask the question, because uh, just looking at maybe some other aspects or dimensions to the story, Alyssa, I'll start with you. Uh, you have young kids. Uh does this highlight the issue of millennial pressure to excel or succeed because failure is not tolerable? Uh, maybe the bars of expectation are set so high, uh, all kinds of pressures, you know, housing, student loans, uh, jobs, the job prospects might be limited. And especially acute in some cultures where, you know, failure is not an option, uh, I'm not exculpating him by any sense. I'm just trying to understand, you know, the young adult mindset these days. Anything you can shed as far as light on that? Is yes, you're absolutely right on, on all accounts, John. And one of the things that I have heard as a parent as my daughter was growing up was that in addition to programming them for this, that, and the other, uh, A, don't over-program them, program them in order to help them excel in the future. And the second thing, most important thing was and every, you know, GP says this, I think, in, in any appointment at the very least, and every teacher or guidance counselor says this, is teach your child how to fail, that it's okay to fail. You know, it's called the scrape knee approach. You don't always have to come home and say that I had an A. If you had a D, be able to come home and express that. And it's also on the parent reaction too, but this was a big thing um, when I when I was parenting my daughter when she was quite young. And I would read all these articles and it would almost be, you know, as simple as if they tipped over, over a glass of water, you know, don't make a big deal about it. Show that this is a problem and the solution is wiping it up. And then as the kids grow older, it's that they are going to fail at things. And from failure, you learn how you learn something from it, those coachable moments. So I think that that part was perhaps missing um, in this, as terrible as this tragedy is, that was that part was maybe missing in his upbringing. This is not, uh, I think this, you know, we've heard about this one situation. I think it happens a lot more than well, we think. Yeah, without uh, the tragic consequences, uh, it seems evident to me. I mean, this is uh, hopefully not too frequent. But nonetheless, that uh, idea that, you know, you have to be seen to be successful. Uh, you can't fail. It may be a cultural thing. And some people had proffered the idea earlier today when we discussed it that it's just a softer generation. They haven't been, you know, uh, maybe uh, braced by adversity in large measure. I mean, you know, you can go back two generations. There was a war that kind of uh, steeled people against adversity and so on and so forth. I don't know what the boomer's excuse might be, but nonetheless, uh, maybe it was times of plenty and there weren't as many challenges being presented. But how do you see it, Rocco? Well, it's just an incredible tragedy, and I, I don't want to try to put any rationality to it because, for me, it goes beyond 
the bounds of but i'm just talking in general terms yeah i'm not talking to the yeah. specific story right. as much as i am in general terms you know what's going on with young people and the pressures out there it's it, it's interesting um because on the one hand um the the pressures or the overhang on the other hand it's that um you're never allowed to be judged you're never allowed to be f- to to fail i mean you look at our school system and it's this bizarre combination at, at least if there was if there was pressure and there were real consequences, maybe it connects. But it's it seems to be it seems to be almost a Jekyll and Hyde out there because yes, there may be expectations, but there doesn't seem to be within the within the classroom where uh, there is very little incentive and in fact disincentives to fail students where everyone gets a ribbon. Uh, for participating, um, that doesn't that strikes me as a very different situation uh, than than what happened before. And maybe that combination of super coddling and then suddenly faced with a lot of pressures will will be more of a uh, more of a shock to the system than than people who are used to well, uh, even more seeing, pressures as you go along. Well, some of the pressures are brought by social media, too. We've learned this in yeah. past discussions I've had with the experts. The site, you know, the expectations are set by peers uh, online, you see, where they only present themselves in a positive light and their successes, you know, the swell time they're having on vacation in Aruba and so on and so forth. And if you can't emulate that or live up to that standard, you sort of somehow feel you're failing. Uh, you know, then you've got other things like, well, climate change is being driven into your head that uh, you're gonna there won't be a planet to inherit in 12 years that kind of a so they're living under this sort of Damocles is there something to that or are they they just soft and can't handle it John you know I I think it's uh, I, I think you we we've covered a lot of the issues right out of the shoot but I my worry is the online gaming uh, scenario that I think creates an environment where young people can go to hide be influenced uh, in ways that uh, we still don't know the extent of the damage that is being done by too much screen time, too much, uh, too much isolation in the gaming world, and creates unreal expectations. I mean, here's a young guy. I mean, it's a horrific tragedy, but here's a young guy who they say didn't want to be the shameful son to the parents. Right. Well, I, I mean, I guess we, we won't know for a while what does that mean in terms of the extent to which he was criticized or he was uh, he, how he arrived at that place but i don't know how much the uh, the the gaming part of the of the world influences that thinking and it and i think it distorts rational thinking and it it's almost like a mental health issue because it, obviously to do something as horrific as this there's a lot more to this story than than uh, than what we're reading right now. Well, what I've noticed from the news reports is that the media is exploring a certain narrative, and it goes to how they're questioning the neighbors. And I guess to your point, John, you know, we don't know what happened, but now what they're saying is is that there may have the the mother may have been unduly re- unreasonable, and they have some neighbors coming out and actually saying this. So you know, they're trying to put the pieces of the story together for us, which is something the media often tries to do. But I think the other important issue here is isolationism. I have known parents who have had their kids, mainly boys, who are in the gaming, and the sense of isolation is is real. And and it's they they see that they are interacting with people from all over the world, but that's 
through a screen. That's not eye-to-eye contact. So, you know, yes, this is a big thing. Esports is becoming almost like an Olympics now, but yet, you know, you're, you, the, the sense of isolationism within the gaming world is certainly not being But it's with. interesting that that recent study that focused on, on the points that uh, Johnny was raising around you don't have as many likes as the other person, that social media can can make you feel like a loser because you're comparing against... And that same study, what it said is that gaming has none of those elements uh, because there everyone has a certain equality and there isn't a uh, there isn't a likes and it's more monitored than social media is. And so the the bullying aspect Mm -hmm. got eliminated right, you know, very quickly. So it was it was interesting, at least in that one study, it didn't necessarily look at the isolation issues. But in terms of bullying and in terms of that keeping up with the Joneses piece that social media uh, drives, that's not in gaming. Yeah, that well, I, I don't know. I think that's a really broad statement. And I think that gaming does work for some people and then maybe they keep it into perspective. But from my personal experience in interacting with friends who have had kids involved in this is that, yes, the isolation. And yes, there is bullying. There absolutely is bullying. It might not be on the same uh, level, perhaps. And there's been no longitudinal study that, say, that says this, but it might not be in the same level. But it absolutely does exist. Let me ask you just quickly here, uh, and then we'll move on to other matters, because when we talk about... You know, you said especially boys feeling certain pressures now, uh, anxiety, depression, all these things. Uh, There's a National Men's Issues Conference taking place with a lot of keynote speakers. Uh, It's interesting because there are some uh, who believe that this isn't really warranted. Uh, It's just going to be mansplaining and they're going to be crying victim and so on and so forth. Uh, Rocco, quickly around the horn, do you think this is warranted? A Men's Issues Conference and these men's support groups do have a function to play? Absolutely, because I think I, I think generally, as guys, um, that we're really bad talking about feelings. That we're really bad talking about a whole bunch of things. That that there are stereotypes that we walk into and masks that we wear um, that are difficult to take off. And so, um, events like this are totally appropriate. How about you, John? Yeah, I, I'm okay with it. I, I think uh, I think we have a hard time explaining ourselves often, and and so I think any forum that opens that up, I, I, the extent to the in reading the articles on this, the extent <clears throat> to which the topics are being covered, I can't comment on. I'm not uh, I'm not particularly uh, sure of of the extent of those those issues, but I think to have a forum where you can go to discuss and hear that other people think along the same lines or face the same pressures or deal with same similar issues is well worth our time. Well, uh, yeah, you know, where uh, I'll go if you go, actually. Single parenthood, uh, you know, the court system and so on and so on. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.